Bangarang Radio, Bangarang Radio, BangarangRadio.com. I'm going out, I gotta go, I'll Bangarang on the radio, so turn it up, I'm telling you, I think I'm ready for something new. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya, hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. To Pop Punk and Pizza with Jacques Lamour. Hey, just a few days until Christmas, and I hope you got all your shopping done and that you and your friends and your family are all staying healthy and safe. If you're like me, you haven't got all your shopping done or all your gift wrapping done. That's always uh, the hardest part, and I'm always super last minute on that. But uh, speaking of Christmas, you and I actually get to spend it together this year. Uh, there's going to be an episode of Pop Punk and Pizza dropping on Christmas Eve called Merry Pop Punk Miss 2020. And uh, this is the first time I've released an episode on Christmas Eve or, or Christmas Day, technically Christmas Eve, obviously, but I'm pretty stoked about it. It's going to be 20 Christmas songs in total played on this episode. Some are originals, some are covers, but they're all from bands in your scene. All great songs, and I think you're really going to enjoy it. So just want to give you a heads up on that. As far as today's episode, though, this is a conversation I had with a band called Blueprint, who happen to be old friends of mine. So Tyler, Josh, and Taylor... And I, we all grew up in the same music scene as uh, teenagers in the Kankakee, Illinois area, just south of Chicago. And long story short, we all grew up. They moved out to Denver. They started a band there. And now most of them have actually returned here uh, to the to the area that I live in, which is still in the, the Kankakee area. And um, we, you know, we chat about that, a little bit about that. But more importantly, we talk about new music that they plan to release in 2021 that they recorded this year at Sonic Ranch with Sean O'Keefe and also Mark Rose of Spitafield being the producer. So we talk about how that all how all that came about and much more. So let's hop to it. I only have this big ass headset. I don't know if I'm too loud or not, but No, you're all you're all good, man. All right. Wow. This is like a reunion. This is crazy. I love this. No. I'm, I love I'm, the uh, backdrop. Oh, yeah. thank you. It's just my virtual screen. It's, you know, no 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 big thing, but like my room <laughs> is my room's a mess right now. So, but um anyway but yeah I'm, I'm sorry it took so long to do this because like you guys have been like on my list of of people to have on the yeah. podcast and it's just like so many things like get thrown at me and it's like mm -hmm. it's so hard i only have like so much time and it's just like so i i don't i hope you guys didn't like take offense or anything like that no, no we're good perfect we're hometown timing. buddies yeah that's fine yeah, that's I was, we just wanted to be prepared because we were trying to be professional we weren't trying to like have you waiting on us or anything so we tried. No, i got and i am there early i am so sorry about that so like I'm, no, you're good. I'm I didn't trying. Think we broke. I didn't think we broke through enough to get on the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, what happened was, so I've I'm I'm doing a new system of recording episodes where I'm recording like literally all of this month's episodes in one week, and so. I, I had scheduled two recordings today, one with you guys and then one before you guys. And uh, he was a little late and then we uh, got disconnected a couple times. So like that kind of delayed, you know, so I some apologize for that. Uh, no, I, this shit happens, man. You're yeah. good. You're good. Don't even worry yeah, about it. Was, <laughs> Honestly, yes. I was getting. All if, if you were gonna do it to anybody, I, I mean, at least it was us. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess so. But I still, I, I, you know, I did feel bad because I'm like, shit. Because no, and good. then what happens? Like after you, you end the call, and you know, you, I'm recording this call like right now. It takes, uh -huh. it takes like 
I don't know, a good five to 10 minutes for the actual like uh, recordings to like save. And so Mm -hmm. then so that took uh, more time. But anyway, long story short, we're all here. And uh, yeah, so. I mean, it's it's been I don't know five years, maybe maybe longer. I don't know. I don't think I've seen you for almost ten years. Yeah, I mean that's probably somewhere in the middle of that. Probably, and I know Josh has seen you more recently than I have. My brother Josh, not to be confused with Josh that's here. Um, But uh, shoot, you know what? I completely forgot. We should go around. Uh, and make sure everyone knows what <laughs> everyone sounds like. So, uh, oh, for sure. Just go ahead and introduce yourself so people can kind of know your voices. Well, my name is Josh, and uh, I play guitar um, and as well sing lead vocals. Uh, and nice to meet everybody. All right, Tyler, you can go next. Uh, yeah, I'm Tyler. I play bass in the band. Okay. What's up? I'm Taylor, and I play drums in the band. All right, cool. Um, so, yeah, I my, my my brother Josh saw you guys when you were on tour. Was that last summer, or was yeah. it two summers ago? Last. Uh, well, that was, was 2019. It was 2019. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, summer 2019, uh, you were on tour, and you stopped in New York, and I know Josh made it out to that show, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I wanted to make it out to the Chicago show so bad, but it just didn't happen. And that would have been my opportunity to actually see you guys face to face. But it looked like you had a ball, though. Oh, yeah, dude. He showed us some good pie in New York. I mean, that was my first time being to the city ever, you know, and that's the first time I'd seen him in so long. And, and it was just, you know. Seeing him was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's like a blast from the past. It's like we are now, you know, and he, I think he said something after the show. He was just like, God, it was just so surreal. Like, it was like seeing you guys up there. It's like, I couldn't believe that you guys are still playing music together. Like it felt like I was back at Romer bakery or something. You know yes, what I mean? Like, yes, yes. Yeah. That's what I was thinking when, when you were released. It was a small venue like Romer as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there you go. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's, uh, exactly what I was thinking when you guys released your latest single. Um, everything is all right. I was just thinking, wow, like it's so crazy to see these guys still together after like, you know, playing shows with you guys when you were teenagers and, (laughs) and now you're in your twenties and you know, you're still late, right. Late twenties. Yeah. You guys are, (laughs) you guys really aren't that far behind me. Um, cause I'm 30 and you're what? 27. 27. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so I mean, we we're relatively close in age and and growing up playing shows together. So I guess the the backstory here is uh, Josh, Tyler, and Taylor used to play in a band uh, called At Riff's End, along with um, Haley, um, who Boatwright, but she's now parting. Right? Is that <laughs> yeah. okay? So she, she's married now. She but married. any oh, and of course Austin too. Austin, yeah. forget the piano and bass player. Yes. Um. So they played in a band called At Riff's End, and they uh, used to play shows with my old band, The Projection, all the time in the uh, Kankakee area. So, um, so that's that's how I know these guys. And now they have a band called Blueprint, which it's been it's been a while though since Blueprint. Blueprint has been around, I think. Yeah, Yeah, they should. They should be about three years. Yeah, this would be uh, going in twenty twenty one. Yeah, December is our second year of release. We're going on our third full year. Yeah, and then Taylor, you had you fronted a different band, yeah, um, uh, for a while. I screamed in a metalcore band, and Josh was actually in that band with me. Okay, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, Yeah, I. I couldn't Tyler remember. Was, Tyler was also involved. He helped us get shows and stuff like that. So all okay. of us were kind of involved in that project. And yeah, a couple of buddies named Jake, uh, Jake Michael, and then we had our drummer Brad. Super fun, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we had some really fun times playing shows with that band. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when was it like? Now I know, like Josh, you just moved back to Illinois, mm-hmm. um, but. Taylor and Tyler, you're still in Colorado, right? I'm in, I'm in Illinois now too. You're in the Illinois now. Waiting too. on Taylor, dude. Yeah. Waiting on him to get his. Okay, outside. so Taylor, Taylor will be here in like late, yeah. like early spring. 
They okay. can wait. They're, we're not missing any shows. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, I'll be out there. I'll be out there though. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I. I didn't see like Tyler. I saw that you posted something about looking for an office space in the area, but I didn't know. Like, I didn't. I never saw anything before that that said you were officially back. Like, have you been back for a while? Since uh, end of hard. September. Oh, okay. So yeah. Um. So that's yeah. That was just before Josh then, because Josh just came back what in the last month. Tyler, like years ago. Tyler was out here before I was. Tyler was out here like yeah. Tyler basically just left without telling anyone <laughs> is what he did. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no, he told us. But mm-hmm. <laughs> well, of course. Yeah, we had been playing in this stuff since the summer because we're yeah. like, we can't tour. We can't like, I personally couldn't take advantage of like all the fun stuff to do in Denver. So I was like, well, why don't we just like lower our living, save a bunch of money for next year kind of take a step back and just prepare for whatever's next and mm-hmm. it's been good a little bit well, slower pace and seeing family and the awesome thing well not awesome because obviously covid has slowed down the music industry you know drastically that's a whole nother topic that i'm sure all of us could talk about for an hour but yeah. uh, <laughs> but it's cool that zoom is a thing and the fact that all of us can talk all the time and you know we just went I'm sure we'll talk about it, but we just went and recorded music. So we're still kind of working on those songs and polish them up. So right. New blueprint record coming in 2021, man. Sweet. Yeah. We'll, we'll definitely, definitely touch on that. So Tyler, is it really that much more expensive to live in Colorado than Illinois? Yeah, it was, I mean, it was double for me. Wow. And I have a house now. I had an apartment there. I mean, there's pros and cons to it. I mean, Denver is a really cool place and we like, we kind of cut our teeth with this band there, but it's just, it's booming big time there. So with any city that's growing super fast, it's like the rent is what it is and someone's going to rent it. So there's nothing really like keeping it in check. So I'm, I remember looking at a lease, like getting ready to sign another year in Denver this past summer. And I was like, I did the math and I was like, it's either I like continue to play music and, like all these these business ventures I have or like mm-hmm. live in a cool apartment. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> we're getting rid of this apartment. <laughs> yeah. Screw that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, let's see. Cause you have, I, I know both, both you and Josh have kids now. Yeah. Um, yes, sir. but I, I apologize. I can't remember like boy or girl or, or their names. So I, it's I, deal. you're good. I apologize for that. Um, but uh, so I, I know it's a little late, but congratulations to you both face to face. You as <laughs> well, mister. Thank you. Hey, thank you. Yeah, yeah I, you're welcome. I, I guess relatively around the same time. My son's three um, and, and your kids are three as well. Okay. Yeah, I, I my, didn't... Mm-hmm. Sorry. Go ahead, Tyler. My uh, son's about to turn three in a month and a half. So okay. right around the same age. Nice. Nice. Um, and uh I forgot where I was going to go with that. <laughs> but anyway, it, it's, it's great. You and your son are awesome on Facebook, Jake. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. He's, he's wild. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, he, uh, he's crazy that yeah, <laughs> and I he's enjoy, wonderful. I enjoy oh, your guys' posts. <laughs> oh, thanks man. Thanks man. I appreciate it. Um, and Taylor, you are writing a book right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, you know, it's crazy because like I started talking about it and telling people that I'm doing this and now people are actually starting to like ask me about it. It's wild. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it, uh, writing something I've been doing since I was a kid and I finally got back into it. So I did not realize that. Um, what, did, what did you write before as a kid? Um, same thing. I always kind of went towards fiction. I come up with stories in my head and want to get them on paper and mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, came, cl- came close to finishing a really long project when I was a little younger, didn't finish it. And uh, to be honest, around the time coronavirus and COVID started to really affect my life is when I started picking it back up. And now um, I'm, you know, taking to Instagram, taking to blogging and uh, really trying to ramp it up. So when I release it and finish it, you know, it's it's real. So that's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Um hold on just one second guys i'm sorry take your time 
His PlayStation headphones are awesome. They're completely wireless. Uh, so those new. My dog yeah. is my dog is is being a little jerk right now. <laughs> I locked mine <laughs> out. Yeah, well, see, that's the thing. Like, so sometimes I'll lock him in the bedroom with me, and he's fine. Um, but then sometimes he's not, and then sometimes it's the exact opposite. I'll lock him out, but then he's like scratching and barking at the door, and so I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna leave the door open." <laughs> whatever, you know, whatever happens, happens. If he barks, well, he barks. I apologize for that. Um, but so, so, what's the book about? Is it is it based on? Is it is it fiction? Or? It's fiction. Um, it's definitely influenced by my life in the past few years. There's a relationship in the book that definitely is influenced by real things, but the main story and plot that follows is something that I completely just came up with. So okay. you'll have to read it to find out, but yeah, yeah I, I know just... you don't want to give it complete, <laughs> completely away, but I'm, I was just, I was just really curious. Um, you know, it was something uh, new, new that I learned about you. I didn't uh, know you were such a writer. So that's, that's awesome. I look forward to, to reading that whenever you, you finish it. I'm thinking late so. 2021 is what I'm thinking. So. Okay, cool, cool. So what's it like, Tyler and Josh being back home? I, I know Josh, like you've come and gone between Colorado and 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 here in Illinois a few times over like what the last eight Gosh, years or whatever since, it is. Uh, since 2000, I've had some, um, some hard luck, I guess, you know, just trying to get get out there and get started and everything like that you know i was just kind of a wild child at the time and kind of just did whatever I wanted yeah he's really you're... happy <laughs> direction i guess per se uh-huh can you not hear me now can you hear me now yeah i yeah i th- i think you're better now you're lost but Get that Ethernet. <laughs> I think he's on his phone, maybe. Wi-Fi. Well, the thing is, my Wi-Fi just went out. Oh, damn. That sucks. <laughs> I mean, it's been wild me for me just because I, I pretty much stayed gone for almost nine years. So, I mean, a lot has changed. and A lot hasn't changed. Um, it's definitely not the same because I left as an 18-year-old kid. Um, but it's cool to be back and playing music because I feel like when I go to places in town, like that's what people remember me as. And I can yeah. kind of just pick it up back where I left off. It was like, Oh, you're the guy that was always playing music. And it's like, yeah, we're still, <laughs> we're playing still, music. we're still playing. We're still going. <laughs> I think a lot of people that maybe thought we were kind of like dumb kids, mm-hmm. you know, acting fools, which we were dumb kids acting fools, but we all were right. <laughs> yeah. But now they're like, Oh, so you guys were serious about this. And we're like, yeah, uh, yeah. Know, maybe even more so now than then, because then we were just like, so stoked to be doing anything with music. And now it's like, we have really thought out goals and where we're trying to head. So it's cool to come back and feel like I almost have like a second chance playing music out here again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know it's wild. Like I, I went for a walk the other night, um, down, uh, <clears throat> down Kennedy, down 45. And cause I, I live just off of 45. Um, I'm like behind Bill's diner, um, in that neighborhood. Yeah, and, sure. uh, so, so I was taking a walk one night and I was heading, you know, North towards Bourbon A and I walked past the old moon monkey and it just brought back so many memories. I'm like, oh my gosh! Like, I used to play shows on that little patio over yeah. there, like, you know. And just What's that. Kaylina Vaughn up to or upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Kaylina Vaughn! Oh she Jesus, she got married a while ago. Good for and, her. And I think she. Oh god. Oh man! I hope hey, she's... those are fun. Those are fun times. Those were. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. We were I never there, got so to play <laughs> I never got to play Moon Monkey. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, so drowned. I got what? drowned. You were. Yeah. <laughs> you were fifteen and sixteen. Oh my god! Yeah, I got, is... We had a show at Moon Monkey, and I got grounded. That was when we were playing around that time. I wonder I know, if dude, that was I one think... of the shows we played with you. Cause that's, that's hysterical. Yeah, but Tyler, Tyler, you forget all the times when me, you and Josh were little, little playing moon monkey, like eighth grade playing. Moon yeah. Monkey. 
terrible. Moon Monkey, <laughs> Moon Monkey, like the actual real Moon Monkey before ONU, they didn't really care what we did. They're like, no, yeah, you want to no, play? Go ahead. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do whatever you want. I can remember seeing the pilgrims there a couple of times. And uh, they were awesome. They would play till like 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> and it wouldn't be any issue. And obviously it's different now, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. How's, this, how's my audio coming through now? You're fine. I Much think you're better, better now. Yeah. Cool. Cool, yeah. Cool. Awesome. Um, I'm, I'm glad you got it to work. <laughs> yeah, me too. My That's, bad. No, you're all good. This, it you happens. You know how it works, dude. The kid upstairs that's like running around and bumping into stuff. She probably just unplugged it or like <laughs> knocked the modem over some stupid crap. But yeah, yeah. But to I'm, answer what you were saying, I think you were asking about bebopping back and forth. Like, yeah. like Tyler said, he's been out there. He's been out there consecutively. He was out there and him and his wife have been together for a long time now. And like I was saying, I was kind of doing my thing, moving along, kind of doing what I wanted to do. And then I kind of... I moved back after moving to Illinois twice um, and finally got back there, got a place with Taylor actually and Michael and his girlfriend that were, Michael was the guitarist for the common good, the metal band we were playing in. We all got this huge house in Castle Rock, um, which is like, I don't know, like 40 minutes North of the Springs Springs area. Um, Yeah. So after that, I was there consecutively and then I met my girlfriend there. We've been together for four years, had a kid and then, um, the common good kind of just started to trail off. We all started doing our own thing. You know, we just did it for fun. And I, I started brought, I busted out the acoustic one day, like, you know, four years ago, three and a half years ago, and just sat on my kitchen table and just started writing. And then the answer came to me and like certain, you know, these little tunes. And then I was like, maybe I should just start a little punk band or something, something I could play guitar and sing in, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I got together the people and three years later and so happens that taylor is playing drums again with me and tyler's <laughs> playing bass but he's playing guitar again with me and we're back in our hometown and the funny thing is is the my dad owns the uh, triplex i moved into back here in bradley and i live directly across the street from where taylor lived in eighth grade where wow. me and him like learned how to like when i we wrote music together for the first time Small so town. it's just kind of how that just like manifested itself and now we're here and now we're a couple months away from Taylor moving out here and us being all together here again, once again, you know, it's just crazy how the world works. I mean, but then again, you know, everything happens for a reason, you know? Yeah. So. I mean, shit, like Kankakee County needed another pop punk band back. They you needed, know, like, <laughs> they needed a pop punk band. <laughs> they needed a yeah, pop exactly. punk band. Like, you know, cause there's, there's none like that I uh-huh. know of anyway. I mean, you've got. Denver's huge for punk, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, I'm sure what, wanna, yeah. Sorry, go piggy, ahead. Piggyback off of what Josh said a little, just a tad bit. Denver was definitely an awesome launch point for blueprint. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, dedicated know. Denver, fans. Denver, we had a lot of venues to choose from. Like the thing is, is there was never, never a problem of finding people to play with. It's like growing up, it's like you had to search through bands or go to people that were from Indiana, you know, it's Colorado. It's like, once we got sort of a local kind of, you know, thing going foundation, we started meeting people, networking with others. And like, it's just people's drive and their, and their, you know, dedication to achieve like music or like make music out there is, is great. It's, yeah. it's amazing, honestly. And like Taylor said, it's like a great starting point. And I don't think, I don't want to say this, but I, I think we wouldn't have done as well without like our family and friends and the support of like people that actually care about local music back home, you know, and, and Denver, you know, cause that, that we're from Denver, but we're from here, you know, this is our hometown. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. It's that, kinda, it's just kind of crazy. Yeah. That makes sense. Cause I mean, if you think about it, where like, if you would have started blueprint here in the Kankakee area, it's, it's strange for this area because well, there's obviously the the music scene in Kankakee. There there isn't much there, so it's kind of like, well, you kind of have to go to Chicago, but that's far. Um, yeah. And and you're you know you're kind of seen as well. You're you're not a Chicago based band, and yeah. and it's just this will change. <laughs> yeah, right. Hopefully. Yeah, you know no, I mean? hopefully that'll change. I'm not saying the Chicago scene isn't welcoming to the surrounding areas or anything like that. Yeah, um, yeah. But it, it's just to me, it's it's a little trickier, you know. Um, no, that's that goes without saying. I think we all know that exactly what you're trying to get at because we we dealt with it, you know. Like we were here, and the thing is, is that 
it, it kind of shows a little bit more tougher on us, you know, cause doing it when we were 16, 17 and we're 27 now, and we were able to do it in Denver a little bit too, you know, and find promoters. And that's, I mean, big credit to Tyler, you know, cause he's the mm-hmm. one who kind of pulls a lot of the strings and talks to a lot of the promoters and um, people that get us on the, the touring, you know, bands that come through and, it, it kind of just took off really quick. You know, I had a lot of the material written already. I got the members together. We found a practice spot. We found a guitarist besides us, um, you know, and just started practicing and, and just pushing it. Kind of like we, I kind of picked up where I left off with, you know, at Rift a little bit, you know, having mm-hmm. that, that desire and that want to like play music again or do it for, you know, a, some sort of career, you know, and, and I'm not just kind of like, oh, well, oh, well. You know, like, I guess, I guess I tried, you know, I'm not going to be that way. We're lifers. Growing up. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, like, even if people don't listen at this point, it's like, why quit? Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's it's kinda, like, we kind of had that conversation, to be honest, at this point. Like, like what's the point of like, like completely just, hanging it up? It's like, yeah, we still have fun. That's kind of, we can always thing. scale back, but it's funny. We're kind of like scaling up even more now. I mean, Chicago to me is like, uh, I don't know. It's like a big a challenge for me next year because arguably it's the most, I don't know. I, I personally think it's the biggest powerhouse as far as pop on goes in the country. I mean, LA obviously has a big scene for it, but it, it's LA. But if you think of all the bands in our genre that came out of Chicago, it's kind of daunting, but it's also kind of cool because it just proves that there's like, there's not just one group of people or one age group or whatever listening to this kind of music here. And it does make it harder to poke through, but I mean, we're up for the challenge. I think yeah. it's going to be good. We no, don't know I, when, but right. No, I mean, and then, you know, what? So go ahead. you're all good. No, you're all good. <laughs> go ahead. Oh no. I was just going to throw out uh, there. And then we're working with our, um, our producer that's doing our music now. His name's Mark Rose, uh, formerly played in, um, Spitalfield and he, yes. he's residing in Illinois as well. And he's helping us really closely yeah, with this next big. record. And I think, and then, uh, Sean O'Keefe is the one who's going to be uh, mixing and engineering. And he did, uh, take this to your grave for fall boy and a lot of yep. other big, big artists that come from Chicago or big pop punk, um, artists, you know, and I think it's just kind of, we have this like, this, this trainer role and, you know, we're moving out here. We've got these connections. We've got a good team behind us, I think. And I think there's some really, really cool things to, to come next year. Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited. Um, what made you guys want to pull the trigger with Mark? I mean, was it just from being on, yeah. on the, I, mean, I was going like, to say, was it the tour like a, thing? Dad, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, like, he was, he's he was just very like, yeah, exactly. Like you feel, he watched he just, after us. if you have any questions, <laughs> like a, a way to like not get overwhelmed or explain to you in a certain way, like what, like, cause you know, a tour was tour. There were times where it's like, you're trying, you, you got to go out and you got to sell merch to get gas money to get to the next city or to, to eat, you know, it's like, it's do or die. Like, so that makes you think like, you know, and sometimes it gets a little stressful, you know, every time we kind of were down ourselves or, you know, what should we do? Or, you know, should we go back home? You know, there, there's always that thing because things were, you know, things go wrong on tour, but he there's always the picked us up. the voice and, of Mark Rose in our and, ear. Yeah. You know, he was just like, guys, you think <laughs> about it? And he would just put right. it. Yeah. But he would basically tell us in a nice way that, you know, everything will be you know everything will be fine i mean it is it's what you make it mm-hmm. kind of thing you know so yeah. but he yeah, put I a mean, lot of he, stuff into perspective for us too he's like mm-hmm. look man i fall i toured with fall boy and played to the sound guy like you know because and it wasn't really much as though like touring is hard if people aren't there i mean that can be tough but you're still doing what you love it's just like the we we did 21 days no breaks you know, in like some drives for like eight, nine, ten hours to get to the next place. And he was just like, he was really good at serving it up just kind of like nicely, but just being to the point, he always like took care of us. But then he also took a special interest in our band and he would come up to after sets and be like, Hey, you know, this was great, but work on this, this, and this. And you don't meet a lot of people that take like a big connection to your music. Like for someone, especially like him to go out of his way, to help kind of coach us a little bit that meant a lot because usually from your headliner they don't say anything or they're just like good set and we'll see you at the next city mm-hmm. which i get it they're busy too but you know he was very matter of fact about a lot of the things like that we should work on where we're going and then once we shared with him the songs we were working on he then approached us and was like hey 
I, you know, I have some ideas we should work together. And obviously we were in. Yeah. The three of us kind of came to a point where we wanted the next person that we worked with at this point in our, I guess, music careers or whatever, we wanted to work with someone who was passionate about our music without us, like almost trying to force them to be in a way, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. I know we, we've all been there before. Yeah. So oh, Mark yeah. was that Mark, Mark was that guy, you know what I'm saying? Mark actually like the passion behind, you know, what he's talking about when he listens to our music was real. So that was definitely a big thing for us. And Mark was going to do everything off the bat too, but he's like, you know, and then he mentioned Sean and he was just like, let me show this to him and see what he thinks is a single. And then after he heard that, he mixed it and we gave him the feedback and he, and, you know, heard the finished product. He's like, let's just do the whole thing together. Cause we were going to do like have Mark just kind of take the reins on it. But Sean was interested and they, they teamed yeah. up and Sean and Mark are now ping ponging ideas back and forth and keeping contact. And then I just went up, um, four days ago and finished the vocals for the, all the vocals are done. So everything's done for the new record. So it's basically getting everything else paid off and um, getting the, getting the masters and then going from there. Cool. So I'm excited about, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to hear uh, what, you know, Mark Rosen and and Sean O'Keefe have uh, what, what kind of impact they've had on you guys as far as, you know, the music goes. Oh yeah. Sonic Ranch is a big part of, that we i don't know if you've heard of that place it's in el paso um yeah, it's like a 3500 acre pecan farm a pecan farm yeah is yeah, it really a pe yeah, i didn't yeah. see that part i did not know so did you get yeah, a, I mean, a, a dose of the some studio pecans itself is like 25 yeah we got a little bag we mark yeah. got got mark got some because so they like they were like out and tony the owner we got all kinds of stuff like though. hooked them up with a with a bag before he left but i mean the it's the largest residential studio in the world it's like i think 25 acres just the studio itself and there's like multiple there they were building one they called a big blue while we were there and it's this huge probably huge, done now. Uh, drum room it's probably done now, but man, it is, if you are looking for a good place to get away. And the thing is, is that like, they're just so welcoming and like they have people that sit there and help you with anything that you need. There's a full-time kitchen staff that cooked you food. You know, it's like, you could really focus on the music. You didn't have to take breaks and worry about drink runs or going to the store, you know, everything was there and you were kind of secluded away from society to really focus on the music. So I really think that's going to show through the new music as well as having Sean there while we're doing it and Mark and them kind of like brainstorming with all of us. And we're all these Chicago Midwestern pop punk minds, just kind of collaborating together, trying to make something unique and cool, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So now everything is all right. Wasn't recorded there. Was it? No, that was, no. that was flown over before. We okay. did that before we headed out. Okay. I was with our local guy, Taylor Hahn. Um, you know, in on audio, yeah, on yeah, audio. Denver. Yeah, and if uh, any band of any level is looking for some recordings in Denver, definitely recommend that guy. So, okay, I just wasn't that was one thing I wasn't sure if that was like a little taste of, of what's to come. It kind, but of, is, it kind of is because Sean did make do the mixing, okay, yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah, it's a little taste, but it's also like it's funny, I don't know, everyone. And I, I even thought this in the beginning. I thought we'd bring Mark Rose in to make like a really good pop punk record, but we really brought Mark Rose in to make a really good pop record with punk influences. Like I, I thought Mark was going to like really nail us on the head with like, you know, fast fills and this fast drums and like high energy. But we ended up like scaling back and he has a ton of pop, like 80s influence. And that really got pulled out from us so we don't feel like we're just making a pop punk record there's like a ton of dynamic to it and that was the coolest thing for me is is uh discovering that in him and in us because i feel like it would have been really easy for us to kind of just go in and do something like not to sound rude but like cookie cutter and just put it out and then it went like so left field and it's been fun right yeah that uh it's it's nice that you are getting away from the the cookie cutter sound and and kind of hopefully finding your own unique blend of of the mm-hmm. genre you know yeah we're willing, we to, our... we're willing to sacrifice like short-term gain for 
you know, like a more of a long term fan base if they like what a blueprint record sounds like. You know, mm-hmm. it's really easy to just put out something we know will appease to a certain group of people, but we wanted to take a risk with this. Because, I mean, we really, mm-hmm. at this point with COVID and everything, we don't feel like we have anything to lose. I mean. No. <laughs> what, yeah. What do you have to lose? All you have is time to make amazing music. I mean, that's, yeah. that's the main goal. I mean, a part of the, part of the, you know, you want to enjoy playing the music as much as you do listening to it. You know, we want, you, yeah, you got to get the listeners. I want, I want people to come to our shows or to hear, hear our music and want to dance and like have fun and, you know, and, and, and party, get down, you know, like have a good time and, you know, and uh, I, I think that these new, these new songs are going to eclipse that a little bit differently than the first one did. So well, I'm really looking forward to hearing it. <laughs> so now is it a full length? No, it's just five songs. It's an EP. Okay. I wasn't sure. Yeah. Probably have a bonus track on it or something. Maybe I don't really know that yet. But. Okay, cool. So now that you guys have experienced your first tour, I mean, every first tour, especially has its great stories. So mm-hmm. I got to hear at least one story that you're able to tell from your first tour (laughs) i mean you can tell as many as you want but i'm just saying at least one i gotta hear are we talking like anything like inappropriate or anything man anything any any story from because the first the first tour is always like (laughs) you know those are the the ones with the most crazy craziness usually anyway there's a, there's a lot new york yeah. we ended up in russell brand's favorite bar and everything was kind of a blur after that we were all yeah. over new york city bro they, they wanted nine dollars for a well whiskey and coke so i i stole a bunch of drink tickets from yeah. nice. no, we went up to ryan dude, from rookie. Michigan is a good story yeah no say okay mine has got to be st louis so oh, we're packing up the trailer outside hear me out and I'm changing because all my, all my clothes are just drenched and I'm trying to change into some clean clothes and I'm doing this out in the street behind the trailer. And there's this lady outside um, yelling at people passing by and asking them for change. And if they say no, she'd flip out on them, you know, just probably a, a druggie. But um, out there, you know, really, really short shorts and a tank top. It was like flashing people. And as I'm getting dressed behind the trailer, Tyler's like, dude, come here, come here. And I'm like, what? Hold on. I'm like pulling my pants up and he grabs me and like pulls me over so I can see. And this lady has her pants down and she is peeing like a stream into the street. Like a half inch stream. Like a yeah, like pulled her pants down, just started peeing in the street. And I'm just like, wait, what? Like, so that was kind of funny. And she just like pulled her pants up and started talking shit. Dude, St. Louis was a we popped oh, a the, the venue was fine. It was just shit. there was just it was it was like a Tuesday or Wednesday. It was like a weird day of the week or something. Oh and like my just gosh. not a lot of people came out. But that was the highlight for like the first half of the tour for for me because it was wow. just you don't, you don't ever re- unsee that in person. Like you see it on <laughs> in, you know on uh, your phone and videos and stuff. But you see a human being doing that in the yeah. street and everyone just. <laughs> Wow, dude, what the fuck? Oh my god! Like yeah. everyone just freaking out. Just like I don't give a shit, you know? Like, <laughs> oh, dude, it was so funny. But that's got to be mine. Okay, one of them too. If if people, if you, I'm looking up the name right now. Um, Philly was crazy. Philly was so much fun that, that night. That was insane. I was looking for. You brought up. We were we we're talking about tour stories. I was trying to bring up the picture from the one and only time I was in Denver. Um, and, <laughs> and there was a homeless guy and I can't, I don't know, it's somewhere on my phone, but I can't seem to find it right now. Um, so it was a, a, a homeless guy holding up a, a cardboard sign. Um, it said something along the lines of need money for hooker or something like that. Yeah, and that's pretty normal. Yeah, it was... <laughs> It, it was right out. I'm trying. I'm trying to remember the name of the venue. It was in Marquee Denver. Summit. Did you say Marquee? Did you say Marquee? Marquee Theater. It's yes. like right next to yes. Coors Field. It was Marquee. And there's um, a bunch of homeless people down there. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! It was they like party. Yeah. Literally. I mean, 
myself and the band that I was working for, we're literally, we, we got to the venue early that day. So we're just standing, we're, we're parked in that, that parking lot that's right next to the, the Marquee side. Theater. Yeah, yeah, right on the side there, right next to the, the field you were just talking about. And yeah. literally just in the short span of time we were sitting there, like, I feel like more homeless people came up to me than I ever experienced Dude. going to Chicago. Yeah. Like It's worse there. Yeah, I just... What's funny, when you're on tour, is they, like, not to crack a joke, because, like, obviously homelessness is serious, but when you're on tour, they probably have more money than you do. Because there was one point in tour, I had, like, no money. I'm like, dude, I don't have anything to give you. Yeah. Like, exactly. We're right. trying to South get Carolina, home. That, that's... South Carolina, Josh was like, bro, I don't have any money, dude. I... <laughs> He's like, let me get some money. Let me get some money. Let me get a chicken sandwich or something. Like, 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 dude, dude, I don't have any you money. You think if I had me money right now, I'd be sitting here eating a chicken sandwich. Dude, like, I was like, eating, right, myself. We, I'm, like, doing math on my phone on, like, gas mileage and like <laughs> how the all right how the fuck we get into the next city and then eventually we're just like fuck it just get in the van if it dies on the way who cares and sometimes that happens but it sounds like i think you guys lucked out right the, 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 the van, van did, oh yeah the, the van, van did good yeah the van ended up doing good it had like two hundred and seventy thousand miles though oh we wow. got to meet uh ninja i don't know if you know he is he's a Chicago. big instagram uh, um uh gamer has a lot of followers on online stuff. He's a really I big do. fan like, of the dude with the colored like hair. Yeah. yeah, he came to the show in Chicago because he's a fan of uh, Rookie of the Year of Ryan stuff. So he came there, and I was kind of like, because I didn't really know who the guy was that much. And everyone's like, "Oh my god, Ninja's here!" And I'm just like, "Yeah, yeah." I just talked to him. He came and watched our set, and he's like, "Oh, do you know who he is?" And I'm like, "I looked online." Yeah, it was crazy. Well, but yeah, it was that was kind of a cool highlight. I got to meet. Um, Jesse Lee, she's like a really famous porn star. I got to meet her in Buffalo. That was pretty cool. <laughs> that was really cool. Buffalo, Buffalo. I knew was about tight. her more than I knew about Ninja. At the time. Yeah. <laughs> I had her in my history. Yo, you in my browsing history. Yeah. yeah. You know how many times she's probably gotten that? Just like random oh, yeah. dudes. Oh like, my god. I know god. everything about you. God, that's um, hilarious. Ninja. Ninja was actually a cool guy. Like he yeah. was up in the very front during our set. Well, his brother was playing in a was, in a band really cool. that was playing with us that night. Oh, yeah, gotcha. it was cool. Okay. I thought wow. I thought it was when I first heard about it. I was like, eh. I wasn't bummed. I was stoked, but I was like, yeah. man, I hope this dude is cool. And yeah. he ended up being super cool. He stayed the entire night until the last band played. He gave every band cash. And like, wouldn't take merch for it. He just wanted to wow. give every band cash. Like, he went up mm-hmm. to every booth. It was cool. Yeah, and he's like, you know, extremely famous. So it was cool to see. Yeah, that. That's like awesome. he had just shot like a big TV commercial like days before and was talking about it. And then he's like drinking Coors Light with us. Oh, <laughs> bar. We have, if you follow Bus Invaders, the guy who has a YouTube oh, yeah, channel, we did an episode mm-hmm. with him in Chicago that's up on his page as well. Oh, that's so cool. Anybody wants to go check that out, that's pretty kind of cool. It kind of gives you a little inside look of what we were living in for three and a half weeks. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's he's been doing that for a long time. Um, what's, yeah. his, what's his name? Oh, my God. Is it John? He was in and out. Josh, he recorded I, I don't remember. Yeah, that dude runs a tight ship. He's good at what he does. Well, mm-hmm. he's got like, if I remember correctly, I, I saw one of his episodes. It was on like the, I was on YouTube and it was like on the side, you know, where they have like suggested videos. And um, one of the, uh, one of his episodes was up and it was like episode one thousand five hundred and yeah, yeah. he's been doing that stuff since like warped like bands on warp tour and stuff i think you know? he's been doing it since like the myspace days if i remember yeah. correctly yeah. like yeah, he's been grinding it out for a long time and then he's yeah. doing gear talks and yeah. i mean i think that i think the dude will it's do awesome. three in a day if he can mm-hmm. yeah yep that's how you build a brand that's awesome and man it was pretty cool because at the time we're not you know and even now we're not a big band at all and he approached us. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, That's cool. he he reached out to us. Would you know? It's fun. He did us and City Under Siege on the on that <laughs> same tour. Oh yeah, so that could be a whole other topic. The band that oh. we played. If you haven't checked they're out the band awesome. City Under Siege, please do that. Those guys and those boys are awesome. I think they're mainly from Texas and Buffalo, but dude, shout out to my boy, my boy Vince. A lot of drinks. And John and Cameron, dude. Yeah, dude. They had a cardboard box. Like, it's in their Bus Invaders episode, too. They had a cardboard box full of an arranged array of liquors Sorting. in their van that were open. Oh, my God. <laughs> <Dude, laughs> 
And yeah, dude, we, they'd be drinking inside and it'd be like, you know, two bands until the other night. And one of them we was like, dude, let's go get a, let's go do a shot. I'm like, all right, let's go do a shot. Let's go do a shot out in the van. Let's go to the van. Like the whole time. It's like grapefruit vodka, dude. It was oh, just, yeah. it, I couldn't do that. They crap. They had this thing in the band where whoever woke up first chugged a tall boy so they didn't have to drive for the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So the last person to get up and get drunk had to be the responsible one. Damn. Which used to be, it was mainly like Cameron and John. Yeah. <laughs> Vince never, Vince didn't drive once the whole tour because he just, because he was always drinking. Man, like he just got <laughs> yeah. it figured out. But yeah, it, exactly. it never affected these guys. Yeah. Like you would see them and they would yeah, play great exactly. on stage every night. They would interact uh. with their fans. There was never any controversy or nothing weird. It's just, they had been doing this so long that they, they know how to do it. We're like, I, I drank three days in a row on tour, and I was like, the fourth day, I was like a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, 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 I never drank much when I was on tour either. I mean, I, I remember drinking, but not, not crazy, uh, crazily, you know. Well, I remember so. drinking till seven in the morning in New York. And <laughs> oh yeah, dude, that was. Nice. I was laying in the back of our van where we had a bed. And our old guitar player hit a pothole so big that I my body like lifted off the ground and I slammed back onto the van. I can just remember like like breathing real slowly, like trying to like not throw up everywhere where we're trying to sleep for another week. And then getting to Atlantic City. Yeah, my face is all messed up. I remember getting to Atlantic City, just walking right to the beach and just laying there like, oh my goodness. And then we are dumb, so we started drinking again. And oh man, Atlantic City was cool. Me and Taylor yeah. snuck away and got some really bomb food. Yeah, I tried alligator for the first time. Alligator, what, what is that? Good. What does that taste like? It was sausage. It was, it was sausage. It was a po' boy. So it's had like lettuce on like uh, bread, and it was it was stuffed like sausage links, and then they cut it into little pieces and roasted it, and then they put it in the sandwich, and it kind of tastes kind of like kind of like jambalaya, like a spiced kind of sausage kind of feel, but it was hmm. it was actually pretty good. It was yeah, like it was, it, was a little, it wasn't per se greasy, but there was a little bit. More, I think there was a little bit more fat in there, like yeah. when they put it into the sausage, yeah. so it tasted good. I can't <laughs> Shout imagine out to boar. Boar AC. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can't imagine alligator being a lean meat. You know, nah. they, they got a lot of fat on them. <laughs> it was it was really good though. I don't know if I would ever try alligator, but if you oh, dude, I tried it at Bass Pro. Bass Pro and they were in the back at the tens. <laughs> you want to try some alligator today? They fried oh, it up yeah. at Bass Pro and I ate it. it was uh, I, went, I went to the Bass Pro, got myself some gator. <laughs> Some gator, yeah. <laughs> Some gator. Don't play no shit. <laughs> Wash it down with the Coors Light. Co- yeah. Co- Coors Light. <laughs> Coors Light and grapefruit vodka. Oh, I think that was man. cool. Is that you got Molson and like um, uh, what's it called? The, it's a blue st- or whatever. Yeah, beer. blue. It's oh, like yeah. a Canadian beer. They don't sell down here, but they have it in Michigan and like in Detroit. And Yingling, you had that in Philly, which is a great beer too. So that was kind of an upside. We got to have a lot of decent like domestic beers that we can't get here mm-hmm. that's some cool. of these some of these venues that we went to had some decent food definitely nothing yeah, to i was oh, surprised yeah. i uh, thought it was going to be pizza and pot, you know like beer every night but a lot of places that kind of ties into like what i was thinking too as you were saying that is like a lot of places were really nice too Mm-hmm. I know touring can be really tough, and a lot of these venues were just like feeding us, giving us beer, and like people we had met, like people that own Moonjo Moonjo in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. It's a clothing company. Like the owner, he just she just came up to us and gave us money. She didn't, never met us. I don't even know if she saw our set, but she's like, "This has to be hard. I wouldn't do it. Here's cash." And then she Venmoed us more cash. Wow, and yeah, we it had was a crazy couple... throughout. Like this we lady had... in Michigan just saw yeah, us yeah. at a coffee shop and gave us a hundred bucks. That's great. It was crazy. We like, it was like needed it yeah, too. always at the perfect time. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as we're like, oh my God, we didn't sell like barely any merch last night. What are we going to do? 
And we go to like t- poop in this coffee shop and this lady gives us a hundred bucks and we're like, all right, well, that's how we're getting to Ohio. I mean, that's, like, dude. that's what I call, you know what? That poop was worth at least $200, man. Yeah. Come on. You got ripped off. We had, <laughs> we had some emergency funds in case things went crazy, crazy, which we had to dip into. That being said, though, it's just we expected to make more money. And, like, it's a lesson learned. We're glad we did the tour. But we definitely came out of the negative. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's, yeah. a, it's a lesson learned. It's something that we, you know, it's a good experience for us. Well, and I think we had, like, uh, I think we had somewhat of, like, unrealistic expectations, whether it was, like, our own doing or how it was explained to us but you know we thought we hadn't ever toured before so we our understanding of it wasn't what it is so like a weekend finally we like talked as a band and we're like all right we got to change our approach like we're not waiting for people to come to the merch table we're bringing merch to them we're going to go hustle we're going to go do whatever we have to do to make sure it works each person had its own role and um, we kind of like i don't want to say I don't know what the good word is to say, but like, we were just like, we're, we're going to get through this somehow or another. Cause there was definitely, I mean, to be real, there was definitely times where even I was like, we got to fucking turn this thing around and mm-hmm. go home. We like yeah. argued about it for a couple hours and finally we're like, nah, we're not fucking turning this, around. I, like, I remember far, being like, in Syracuse, I New York. Yelling at- Tyler. Yeah, I remember being in Syracuse, New York, and Googling how long it took to get to Denver, and it said one day and six hours, and I was like, fuck it, we're staying. We're a day and a half a drive, maybe more yeah. away from home. What's the and point? And it was just, we were freaked out. I mean, the first time we ever went out, we went out for three weeks. Mm-hmm. It's a long so we time. Were, yeah, we were freaked out, and, I, and like a week through is good. The second week was super hard. And then like the last week was a blast. I mean, so it was all fun. fun looking back at it now. I just think yeah. we got yeah. in our own head. I definitely got in my own head. Just like overthinking, like, you know, like the check engine light came on one day and I was like, this is it, man. Like this fucking thing's going to blow up. <laughs> that happened to me on my first tour as well. And we weren't even, <clears throat> we weren't even that far into the tour. Like <clears throat> we were just starting. We we're just starting the tour. And check engine light went on so it ended up being later on when we finished out the tour and got home and i got it checked out turns out it was just the gas cap needed to be replaced well i called the dude that rented us the van mm -hmm. and i'm like hey man all these airs are coming up and he's like i don't care as long as it makes it home like i'm happy (laughs) i'm like well if he fucking doesn't care why do i care so much so we're like let's just keep going let's just and then we got to New York City and we were like blown away. I remember riding up to New York City yeah. and like, I'm so glad I didn't go home. This is so cool. Yeah. New York is going to New York for the first time. There's there's nothing like it. Yeah. So. That was the most awesome. real part for me was New York City. I think I remember us like looking out the windows as kids, like we were seeing a roller coaster. Like looking like how the fuck is this real? I mean, it makes <laughs> Chicago look small. It yeah. it really does. I remember the first time I flew I first time I went to New York City, I flew in and seeing the just the 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 layout of the city, it was just like you realize this city is like you take like five Chicago's it's and like madness. Yeah, and put it all in there you know and your brother i was like how'd you get here he's like oh, i took this train to this bus no big deal you know he's he's got it all figured out i'm like yeah oh, i'm glad you do i drove this hunk of shit through manhattan at 3 p.m we almost died yeah yeah like, that well, is that's so why you don't drive cars here i'm like well yeah yeah driving even through man let alone a van with a huge trailer behind it oh god that <laughs> had to have been Brooklyn. the worst i it actually wasn't too bad we found like a parking space like on the corner of the block that we could just pull up to we didn't have to move it <laughs> which leads mm-hmm. we got pretty the, lucky the story in new york is that we had keaton our guitarist at the time in the van because we were like wanted to go hang out with taylor's cousins because she lives in new york and we stayed at her house and he's like oh it's cool i'll stay here in the van because he didn't want our shit to get stolen so one person stayed behind and he was 20 at the time so he couldn't drink so so he stayed back anyways um and we we <laughs> we got back to his cousin's place and literally laid down like a, for an hour and a half, maybe an hour. And then and we, we got up and we learned our alarm got off. And I look, I opened my eyes and Tyler was across from me and I'm, or Taylor was, and I like, Oh my, I was like, uh, dude, I don't want to do this, but we had to be back at a certain time or else they come through and give you tickets. Cause you had to be out of the parking space by seven o'clock. So you had to wake up 
go there and Keaton's and he's like, what's up guys? And he has a pizza. Like he ate a whole large, like extra large pizza. Like I'm telling you like shit, you not two pieces left in the thing all to himself while he's chilling in the van last night, the night before. And we're out drinking and, and going to the bar. We get that night was wild. Guitarist yeah. from Rookie knows the bar owner there. And there's a, a serving tray of like 20 something shots of tequila, like just sitting there and she just starts passing them out to everybody in the bar. Like, That's one cool uh, thing too. Nice. Touring with people that have toured a bunch, like they you know people, you know they got so many people. You're like one degree of separation from like, who knows? Who knows mm-hmm. who's going to show up? Yeah. And it was just such a normal thing. It's like, yeah, my friend owns this bar. We're going to go drink there till whenever the fuck we can not drink anymore. And I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's definitely some, uh, some advantages there when you're touring with people who have been doing it for a long time. Yeah. So that's, that's for sure. Well, this has been fun, guys. I've really yeah. enjoyed hearing all these I mean, crazy I feel, stories. I feel like <laughs> and it's funny as it's not it. What's that? I know. Like we, oh yeah. Oh yeah. We, we we could. Get, I mean, tour stories could go on forever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's just that's just how it goes, you know. So. Um, oh yeah. So there there's no like set release date yet for for the the EP. It's just you're still working on getting. Yeah, I mean, because you getting like still working on mixes and stuff. Yeah. 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 I mean, we're okay. we're thinking first single you know, late January, early February, but we're still, you know, on this one, we're trying to do it correct. I don't know There's no time to really rush, what that what means, saying? but like, we're trying to line up like some sort of PR and working with management on release ideas and photos and videos. And we kind of want like our, our first goal was December. And then our manager had a good point. Like, look, we want some of this chaos in the world because in the grand scheme of things, it's like releasing music to us is super important, but the, like, there's so much crazy shit going on. We want some of that to hopefully pass. And there's like some peace and calamity in the world, but we want some of that to pass. So then, then people can, we can feel like we can get some attention because right now there's just so much. Shit everyone's going on. so focused on the, yeah. Focus on the vaccine or the virus or the, the you know, the presidential elections. Uh, you know, election. And it's just, we're thinking after everything calms down in the new year, new year, a little bit, you know, there'll be a little bit more of a wider door or wider, you know, point to get through to possibly get more eyes on it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We want people to like be in a peace of mind where like they can sit and listen and enjoy it. And, you know, I have a lot of friends that have told me like during all this craziness, like listen to music has, depress them and we want to put something out so they could we want to put it out and you know when hopefully early next year so then people can like sigh of relief and like feel like things are getting back to somewhat normal and i know like when people say oh i want things to be normal again it pisses some people off but really that's like what i want is to feel normal again and like play shows and be able Mm -hmm. to like promote music and promote that we're playing on the the street without someone like jumping on our throat and telling us we're irresponsible that's not we're not irresponsible we just want to like it sucks we had such good plans going into this year and then it was like everything was killed within a week Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you and everyone else and part of that's organically you know meeting people and like getting that energy and and networking and it's just you know and like touring like you said it's just like the beautiful thing about it is just, you know, is interaction with other human beings. You know, that's what makes experiences and shows and music so special and unique to certain people. Cause it hits differently for different people, but it's hard to hit them differently if they're all they're getting, you know, is, is it on their, their phone? They're not seeing it and they're not experiencing the music. They're just listening to it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that's an easy way of putting it. And I can't wait for people, you know, like people are getting depressed. It's like now is our, as our time to show what we're made of, you know, it's, it's, this is our time to get all of our ducks in a row. And when everything starts to come back, you know, we need to prove to the world, us as a band and us as a world, you know, everybody that this is, you know, we can get through this and that's what music's supposed to be about in the first place, get you through hard times and 
make the good times seem better and the bad times not seem as bad, you know, it's just, that's what we're trying to capture. We're trying to um, take people and put them in a little bit of our world and what we're going through personally and kind of everything that's all right is a big memento to like me and kind of taking a step back from reality and realizing that things aren't that bad, like to be thankful and fortunate and happy for the life that you have. And just because this virus and the president and this, and he said, and she said, and TikTok and all this, you know, all this stuff, all that stuff kind of, kind of goes, it kind of goes away, you know, a little bit and you kind of get to the really important stuff. So I just, mm. that's what I'm excited TikTok for. Has me weak. <laughs> yeah, what did yeah, TikTok ever do to you? <laughs> no, the whole like Trump and TikTok thing yeah, and like yeah. people <laughs> using that and like this yeah. whole controversial bull crap. It's like people get so lost in the wrong thing, you know, and they forget they Shit. they lose sight of what what it's actually about, you know. And that's just the media, mainstream media, and, and people, you know. It's just. I, I can't wait for, you know, things to resume and people to get shows again, even if it, you have to like get a test to go see a show or something, or if you have to pass, you know, like there's ways to do it. We can live, live nation, figure it out together. Live nation and, security guards yeah. are going to have a field day. Oh, shows they're, again. Yeah. They're going to have gonna, fun. Yeah. Patch you down. I'm going to swab you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Too much. It's going to be, it's going to be nuts, but there'll, there'll be a way to, to make it all work and make it all happen. Yeah, everything's so. all right, man. Yeah, exactly. Everything, everything is all right. Like um, it's, it'll, it'll, sun will come out tomorrow, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Jake. yeah. No, no, no. I was, I was just going to say, um, and anything else you guys want to put out there for now before uh, we end officially moved to Chicago. I mean, we're officially a welcome a back. Chicago band. This is like Yay. the first official announcement of that, I guess. So mm-hmm. cool. we're stoked to be yeah, here. I guess that's right. It's just wild. This whole, I think it's awesome. This, because people in the music scene ask me, like, have you heard of pop punk in pizza podcast? I'm like, dude, I know Jake. And <laughs> oh, yeah. There's there's people that are like, there's no way you know Jake Lamore. And I'm like, dude, yeah, like I've been in his mom's house. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it was crazy because doing this is whole circle. But then like, not to sound like funny or weird, but like. I got emotional seeing your brother in New York too, because oh, yeah. you guys are like the reason I started playing music, you know, going to feature projection, like, Romer bakery days, yeah, like going to Carol, the can goods when it was in like downtown, oh, Mantino, yeah. know, and like me texting my mom, like to come get me. And like, I remember like Can riding home in the car from hidden cove once. Yeah. And thinking like, oh, I want to do yeah. this. Like I just watched Jake and Josh do this. Like I want to figure out how to do this. And then we started playing music. So, well, thanks, man. That yeah, that truly. Thanks, bro. That, <laughs> we started doing stuff with Matt. You know, Mac Williams. That's like the first person, like yeah. legit, that we started working with and got to yeah. know, like John Teeter a little bit. And back in those days, and going yeah, over, you dudes to, gave us um, like the Matt's first basement chance. Well, I'm. Mm-hmm. It's it's on. It's an honor, man. It it's it it truly means a lot. I'm very very flattered by your words. So. So thank you, thank you so much for that. I'm, 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 mm-hmm. real, yeah, I'm, welcome. I'm happy. I'm happy to be included in your guys' story. That's you know, like I said, it's it's an honor. Always so. will be, man. Yeah, thanks for thanks sure. For, thanks for getting us on the show. Yeah, of course. It's, it's <laughs> honestly something I've been wanting to do for a long time. There's there's so many like friends like you guys that I have yet to catch up with from you know the old mm-hmm. the old scene that I grew up in, and I. I need to find some way to to start including some of those a little more regularly because, you know, uh, there's people I would just love to catch up with like you guys that I haven't talked to or I haven't seen in, you know, five, eight, 10 years, whatever it is. So this is an amazing excuse to do so. Exactly. It is. Mm -hmm. It really is. So I'm glad we could finally do this and hopefully the next time, uh, may, maybe it'll be in person, but if not, I mean, you guys are welcome. Cool. To, you guys are welcome to come back when you know you've got the the new music cranking and oh, all yeah. that. So. Oh yeah, we'll have some for stuff sure. to show you for sure. Uh, cool. Thank you so much for having us, man. And yeah. I'm really ha- happy to see that you're doing well. And congrats on the kid again and the family. Thank you. I'm really happy for you. Yeah. Happy for you guys too, man. I'll yeah. hear you in the morning. Do you? Yeah, of course. When I'm miserable, I'm drinking my coffee. I turn on the fucking top oh. four and just blare it. 
<laughs> but I'm feeling miserable. Just pour a cup of coffee and listen to it. <laughs> listen to Halsey. Oh, I love it. Uh, yeah. uh, thanks, man. Thank you. That, <laughs> that means a lot. All right. Well, you guys have a great night. Thanks, buddy. Oh, yeah, man, Take care. <laughs> Stay you. safe. Yeah, you love too. You, man. See you. Love you too. Bye. Later. Later. great catching up with old friends isn't it it's something i really really need to do more often whether it's on the podcast or not so thank you josh tyler and taylor of blueprint for being on the podcast today i wish all of you a merry christmas and a happy new year and of course as well uh, as to you for listening thank you i hope you enjoyed it just as much as i did uh be sure to follow blueprint on facebook and instagram uh at blueprint.band And just so you know, there's no E at the end of blue when you're typing that out. And uh, while you're at it, follow the podcast at Pop Punk Pizza Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I also just found out we're officially on Pandora, if uh, you're a Pandora listener. I know some people still listen to Pandora. I'm not one of them. I'm a Spotifyer myself, but, you know, Pandora is still uh, a got a got a market so if uh you listen to music and podcasts there look for pop punk and pizza there now uh, other than that you can pretty much find the podcast anywhere uh please subscribe and, and drop a nice review if you could now the mothership of everything though is all at poppunkpizzapod.com the merch store is there you can sign up for our mailing list Find out how you can sponsor episodes, submit your band to be on the podcast, or get your music played on the podcast. It's all at poppunkpizzapod.com. You can also email me directly, if you wish, at bangerangradio at gmail.com. I'm Jacques Lamour. Thank you again for being here today on Pop Punk and Pizza. And I'm really excited about uh, our next skit together. This Thursday, Christmas Eve, Merry Pop Punkmas 2020. You, me, and 20 of the best Christmas songs from artists in your scene. It's going to be great. I'll talk to you then. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet you.